0: We're
1: moving into a deeper revelation of prayer, and I think at this place where we are in our walk with God, He's revealing to us what prayer really is. And I think we're finding out that that in many cases, like the Scripture says, we were praying amiss. And if you stop and look at the Word, it says prophecy. Ezekiel 33. God and and Ezekiel standing there looking at the dry bones, and God told Ezekiel what to say. And he brought forth a great army, and we see the creative form of prophecy. And we look at the prayer. Prayer initiates within man, within his mind, and you address God from you, but we're seeing in the scriptures prayer was something much different. Christ travailed in prayer, and they, their travail was called prayer. And we're finding out that there are prayers of appropriation. You you go knock, and the door's open. You ask, and it's yours. It, it, we don't have to. Prayer is initiates with God's. Making available to you all things. And your response is you ask for it. You say, Lord, give me your gift. That's Ephesians 4. He descended, He ascended, and He gave gifts to men. How do I get those gifts that propels me through to the end to where I can reach the fullness of Christ? How do I communicate with God? Do I pray? Or do I look to him and receive? That's a a definition of prayer. You look to the Lord. You look, you open your heart, you receive. I think it's an old way of thinking that says that we have to perform some kind of earning. We have to earn. We have to beat our chest. We have to do something in order to deserve it. And then we pray and expect to receive it. His gifts come without qualification. His gifts come by virtue of his son. He gave on the cross to us. And we receive the cross not through a human initiative, but through a relationship. Right. Because we turn to him. We look to him. We're learning so much of even the basic things and what they really are and how they work.
2: I want to follow that thread on prayer because I think there's a new attitude coming. It's kind of like not praying to a God out there and not begging or even talking to a God up in heaven, but realizing that he's within your heart. We're learning that there's a different awareness that Christ does live within you, and the Holy Spirit does live within you. And the Father does live within you. I think our prayers are turning into more of proclamations, conversations with the Holy Spirit, rather than praying to some deity out there that you can't see. Realize that he's in you. It's it's just a simple thing of talking with God, finding out what his will is, You find out what God wants, and when you speak that, it's going to happen because that's what He wants. We proclaim His will in the
1: earth. You know, one of the adjectives that precedes prayer in so many statements is persistence. I believe today's a new day. And as these new days unfold, I think the definitions to words are going to change. And in times past, we thought of persistent prayer as repetition, and I'm going to keep praying till I get it. And we were taught that, persistence, 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 and that drive was based upon the fact that you didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And I say in this new day that the word persistence precedes prayer because we are getting it. We're persistent in, in our prayer because we want more. Right. We found something that we really like the taste of, and mm-hmm. we're going to get our fill. And <laughs> that's why way prayers is coming out, is developing now, as our prayers are not crying and begging, but they're prayers of appropriation. They're prayers of declaration. They're prayers of many different content. And even the word prayer, is, it's basically communication. You're communicating, you're receiving communication. The asking
2: of a miss may not be that you're praying for the wrong subjects or the wrong items. It may be a relationship that's wrong. Right. There's different levels of relationship and de- different depths. Of relationship with the Father. So, depending on where you've set in that scale, probably you get returns or the depth of relationship you have with the Father. Using Christ as an example, He said out of His own mouth, I know the Father, you don't. When Christ asked the Father for something, there was pretty much no delay. When He wanted to heal somebody, they're just plain old healed. He didn't pray a certain way. In fact, he was very creative in the way he healed people. So I don't think it's a mechanic as much as it's a relationship with the Father. Another thing is: Are you sure what you're praying for? God has spoke to you. Did mm-hmm. it come from the heart of God, or are you just wanting something and asking for something? But God never said He was going to do that. I think there's a A Christian thought that I can just manufacture anything and pray for that, and that's faith. But that's not what the scriptures say. The scriptures say faith comes from hearing, and hearing by a word from God. I personally don't believe the human can conjure up faith for anything. I think it's exactly what it says in the scriptures it's a gift, and that gift comes from the Father through the Holy Spirit, by a word from God. So that's the starting point. If you're going to pray for things like, we'll just say, the government or anything that's going on in the world, you may feel like this needs to stop or things need to change on any kind of situation. But that's what you think. I don't think you could just pick something, say, this needs to change because it's evil. I don't think you can do that because it's not based on a word from God. Now, if God speaks with a confirmed word from God on a situation, then there's an impartation from him Mm -hmm. to you, faith. Then you have a responsibility to exercise that faith very specifically on that situation. I know we're hitting some deep stuff here, and I'm sure that it's would upset many people because they feel that they can just pick something that they see that's wrong in their sight, or maybe it is wrong in everybody's sight. That doesn't mean you can change it. The proof in the pudding is you can be persistent for years on praying on an issue and it doesn't change, or it changes just the opposite of what you're praying should tell you something. The reason I'm bringing all that up is we're talking about prayer and the different levels of prayer and the effectiveness or ineffectiveness of our prayers. I would go back and say the real issue isn't how you're praying, but check your relationship with the Father. How deep do you have a relationship with the Father? Because if you have a deep relationship like Christ did, something happened with Christ in his growing, in his relationship with his Father. He said out of his own mouth, I only do the things that I see the Father do. I only speak those things that I hear the Father speak. And he did that because he probably got the principle, if I just choose something to pray about or do, it doesn't work.
1: Right. Right. It reminds me of the scripture, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. Right. And like Ron said, that relationship. Prayer has to be based upon a relationship. Yeah. Using the sports analogy, you never understand how to play the game till you're out on the mat, till you're out on the field or out on the court, because you can Mm -hmm. practice all you want and that always used to bother me. I go to a doctor who practiced medicine, and that bothered me. I don't want to be practiced on, and that's what I'm saying. In that relationship, you're working with a guy who knows what he's doing. He's no, he knows, and that's why the relationship with the Holy Spirit—absolute requirement of effective prayer, right. because really, what are you doing— you're giving God a voice. Right. We grow up and we break free of the uh, misconception that God is here to serve us. Right. And we move into that level of maturity that lays down their life like Christ did and then picks it up again. Or one translation says, receives it again. And that's the practicing of of effective prayer (laughs) the fulfillment of effective prayer
0: experiencing the impartation of god's word through his family is life has this time in his presence blessed you then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com if you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed You can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live behind the veil.